Welcome to another episode of On the Highway. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and each week we bring you an expert in the mortgage and real estate realm. You can learn how to navigate the housing and real estate highway to take your business to the next level. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get driving. Wow, what a fantastic song to kick off another MBS Highway live monthly webinar series. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Anderson, along with Barry Habib. And today's guest, well, he is the founder of Consolidated Coaching. He's a husband, father, loan officer, coach, author, podcaster, a cigar aficionado, jujitsu practitioner. And today, Well, aside from getting us pumped up this morning, he's going to teach us about time management and how we can reclaim five hours of our work week. Join me in welcoming Scott Groves. Hey. Yeah, so we are very excited to have you here today with us, Scott. And, you know, I love that you started the song off this morning. Don't you worry. Everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay, Barry, right? And Barry, I trust. I'm going to get the bracelet made. Yeah, I think that there's some good stuff ahead. You know, we talked about it on this morning's update. There's uh, certainly some signs that what we need from the Fed is them to see that the jobs market is not what they think it is because everything else has already happened the way we'd like it to. Inflation is definitely being much more cooperative. The economy is showing signs of a slowdown, but they're hanging their hat on this jobs picture. But when you look a little bit deeper behind the curtain, you start to see things that, you know, well, we saw a little bit in ADP today. We hope to see some in uh, Friday's BLS number. Um, but, you know, even the JOLTS number yesterday showed some signs of weakness. And that's what you want to look for. You want to look for the leading indicators. So it's, you know, the natural progression of things is as the job market slows, postings. So those things start to slow. Then people get hours cut. That started to happen. And then it's hirings. We haven't yet seen that fully, but there's some indications, you know, that the numbers from the BLS are overstated. We saw ADP come down quite a bit today. And then the last piece, the the most lagging indicator is initial claims. So hope you you don't wait for that one. That's the one that's, you know, in the the back of the bus. But if we could start to see those other things happen, I think the market's smart enough to pick up on it. Yeah, it's like there's that old saying, the market can stay irrational longer than our investments can stay solvent. Uh, I think we should get a, a sign made that says the Fed can stay irrational longer than we can handle it mentally. Because like uh, they should they should put you in charge of the Fed, Barry, uh, uh, not some lawyer who's never been an economist or worked with rates or mortgage bonds or securities. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the John Maynard Keynes uh, quote definitely is uh, is an interesting one, uh, and they can remain irrational. But in this case, I think it is the Fed, as you mentioned, that's being irrational. They just They blew it in 2021. They caused all this inflation. They caused the banking crisis. And now here we are. And I think that they're they're on the wrong side of it again. But, you know, it's what happens when you look in the rearview mirror instead of out the front windshield. Right, right. Um, Well, I think today we're going to solve some of those problems, right? Because a lot of the stuff that we need to be knowledgeable about that I watch your daily update for every day is like, I need to be knowledgeable about the things I can't control so that I can express that to my clients and my realtors and I can really be the subject matter expert, which is why everybody should have MBS Highway. Um, But today I want to talk about the things that we can control, like time management. So maybe we can just get your intro, Barry. I mean, there was a time when you were doing uh, originations, 
you were managing Broadway plays, you were building a thriving, you know, tech company effectively. Like you want to give us 60 seconds on kind of your insight into time management before we break into, you know, death by PowerPoint on my side. Well, I, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, of course, uh, when we all try to do as much as we can in the time that we're allotted. So that's really important that we're, we're using our time wisely. So you want to try to not waste time and you want to try and take take periods of time where you could do things and make good use of them. So you know, spending time recreationally is always great and it's important, uh, but wasting time is something that you should be careful of. Uh, the other thing too is that I find it's always easier and better to do things right away and get them done. Uh, it's easier because of a few things, even if it's incoming phone calls. Sometimes you say, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll get back. to." If you could take that call right away and get it done, that's a big help for you because, first of all, it shows great service. You're present with that person right then and there. You get it done and it's off your list in most cases. To try and get back to them later, it could be a game of tag. It's just an enormous time drain and time waster. So answer your phone, pick up your phone, respond to texts right away. Of course, you have to measure that with being present. But the other things that I've learned is that by getting things done right away and not putting them off, it allows you to be in that frame of mind when you're thinking about it. Because if you're in the middle of a task and then later on you have to go back to it, there is a ramp up time to get yourself back caught up to where you were. And you may not deliver as sharp a result. So uh, I, I would try your best to get things done as soon as you possibly can. Do not procrastinate. Uh, I'm massively big believer in you have to work from a list because it's the only way you stay on yeah. offense. Um, Speaking is- about the list too, uh, this is one thing that I learned from Barry that I've been implementing now for years that has totally changed the game because before I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh my gosh, what meetings do I have today? And what are the details of this? Well, Barry does this thing that I've adopted. At first he has his big three. So at the top of the list, it's the big three things that you need to accomplish. And then before that, I write out all my meetings and the notes that I need. So that way I'm not stressing out about it, freaking out and holding anxiety, which is unnecessary. So Barry, thank you for that. <laughs> well, yeah, at the end of each day, it's very important to kind of plan for tomorrow. So what is it that you have while it's fresh in your mind? And this way, when those meetings come up, because sometimes they're back to back, just look at your notes, you get that cue, you're right on pace and you're super sharp for every one of them. So it's it, it's a bit of being relentless, Scott, and uh, and constantly staying on top of it. Because the only way that in most sporting events that you score is when you're on offense. So we play enough defense. Things are going to get thrown at us. There's going to be problems. Uh, invariably, we're going to have issues, problems, surprises that we have to be able to manage and handle. But if we want to move forward, you have to have a plan and you have to stick to that plan and you have to keep pushing your objectives and your goals forward. You need to have that list so you can constantly go to that and stay on track. The second that you know you stop putting out a fire or handling a situation, get back to being on offense, knock things off your list. So, you know, in managing different companies at different times and different tasks and trying my best to be proficient in them and, and do well and make an impact, uh, I found that these 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 things, which many of us already know, uh, are absolutely critical in order to achieve those objectives. That's awesome, man. You're speaking my language. So let's, uh, let's jump into it real quick. Uh, this is the idea of getting your time back, right? Like three secrets 
to getting your time back and maximizing your minutes because that's all we have, right? Our time is our most valuable resource. And first, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's here. Like, I know there's a million things you could be doing right now. And hey, you're still here. You're still in the industry. This is kind of like a poker tournament right now. As long as you have chips in front of you, you're still in the game and you're still moving forward and better things are to come. Thanks to Barry and MBS Highway for hosting. Really appreciate you getting, you know, 500 people on this webinar and another 500 that are going to make the replay. And I always like to say, like, thank you to the industry. I know it's tough right now. I know it's uh, it's not as fun as it was a couple of years ago. I know nobody's making as much money, but the bottom line is I barely made it through high school. I was a moron who got out of the army and fell into this business. And there's been years where I've been, I've made more money than my previous father-in-law, who's a heart surgeon. Like the guy literally holds beating hearts in his hand and cures people. Uh, and I make more money than he does. So we should be thankful to the industry for everything that it gives us. What I would say is like, don't waste this time. We've got about 45 minutes together. Uh, don't multitask. I always make the joke, which is not really a joke, that multitasking, the definition of multitasking is doing two things shitty at the same time. And so just like Barry said, when you have to jump back and forth between projects, what's happening is you're bouncing from the left side of your brain to the right side of your brain. And maybe somebody in the chat box right now can remind me because I never know which side's the creative side and what side's the analytical on your brain. So right now in the chat box, if you know the answer to this question, which side of like, what hemisphere is your brain is the creative? What side is the analytical? Because what happens when we're multitasking is we think we're doing multiple things at once, but we're really bouncing back and forth between the two two hemispheres of our brain, that takes about five to eight seconds. And so what you end up doing is you're just burning five to eight seconds every time you have a different thought or a different thing that you're trying to multitask with. So put the phone down. We've got Barry on the line right now. If there's an alert to lock, you're going to know real time. So there's nothing more important right now than being present and being uh, being here. And if you can't be here, that's okay. Like if you've got an appraisal dispute that has to get in in the next 30 minutes, log off, go focus on that, and we'll send you the replay, right? So just put the phone down. Don't be like these people screaming at their phone. So here's the claim if you get through this next 45 minutes. We're going to give you kind of step one of three in how to recapture an hour of your day, maximize your time, lead generate, and make more money. Because the reality is right now, there is a lot of stuff that I can't control. There's a lot of stuff that you can't control. But what you can control is you can lead generate, right? You can control your time. You can manage your calendar. You can lead generate. And I get it. Like I keep diligent track of the stats for myself and our coaching clients. And you've got to talk to three times as many people to generate twice as many leads to make half as much, much money. It sucks. It's just the way it is. But if you can ma maximize your time, you will be able to make more money even in a down market. Yes, there'll be a sales pitch in like 49 minutes. I'll try to sell you something, but we'll get to that later. Uh, so why me? For those of you that don't know me, my name is Scott Groves. Been friends with Barry for about a decade now. I am still a producing loan officer at Synergy One. So I'm walking a mile in your shoes. I am not a coach who did this 25 years ago, right? Like I actually have an expertise in what's going on right now, boots on the ground. Uh, about eight years ago, I started a company called Consolidated Coaching. That led to writing a book about lead generation. And what I realized when I was like formulating this Get Your Time Back series over the last five years is there were some things in my life that made me really good at managing time. Uh, one, I was an Eagle Scout up until the day I left for the Army. And that was all about time management projects, you know, getting in all the fun stuff outside of school. I was in the military for three years, um, got out right before 9-11. 
luckily, but everything in the military is about be there on time, right? Like didn't matter how drunk or hungover you were, you were still running five miles at 6 a.m. Like that's just the way it is. There was no choice but to be diligent with your time. And then one of the things I'm most proud of is this mastermind group that I'm part of called Front Row Dads. For all the dads in the group, uh, you should be checking out the Front Row Dads podcast because it's all about fathers who are business owners not business owners who are trying to make time to be a father. And as I had kids a little bit later in life, when I had more responsibility and more employees and more businesses, like I'm constantly trying to make time for my kids. So uh, I feel like a bit of an expert in this topic. And over the last decade or so, I've spent about 50 grand on different courses trying to learn how to better manage my time, right? And stealing a line from Jocko, this idea of discipline equals freedom, when I show you my calendar in a little bit, some of you are going to freak out. And that's usually the number one objection to managing our time. If you've tried this before, I've tried time blocking, I've tried this, it just doesn't work. Well, there's a discipline in, hey, I've got my schedule. Yes, just like Barry said, we work in a very reactive industry, right? We are constantly getting stuff thrown at us, constantly getting curveballs. Hey, this has to be pre-approved. This has to be done right now. This deal is going to fall apart. This rate lock needs to happen in the last seven minutes. This is the interactive part in the coaching. Like how many of you in the chat box right now, let's say in the last week, in the chat box right now, how many of you have come to work with a plan, you get a sucker punch to the face with some deal going sideways, and then you feel like you spent all day being busy, but you weren't really productive. So like get a yes or 100% or an amen. If you've walked into the office feeling like I've got my plan, I've got my schedule, and then you spent all day, you're like dragging ass on the way home at 6 p.m. And you're like, oh yeah, well, I was I was busy, but I wasn't really productive, right? And so that's gonna be a lot of what we talk about is just how can you focus more on being productive versus being busy? Um, and I'll tell you, this is like a not so humble brag, uh, the first time that I went through this Get Your Time Back series, uh, I screwed up, right? So I was in a coaching program for coaches that cost $25,000. And uh, I told the guy, I was like, if I spend $25,000 on a program, my wife is going to divorce me. So what can we work out? And he said, well, I believe in you. I think you've got like a good foundation in your coaching business. How about this? We'll take a baseline of how much you're making now. And I'll take 20% of any increase because I think we're going to get there all right, cool. Perfect. I don't have to pay the money up front. So what we did, we went through the get your time back series. I ended up recapturing so many hours in my life that I was actually able to build my coaching program without sacrificing my mortgage business. And I ended up paying that guy like $75,000 over 18 months because we had such an increase in our revenue. So the first time that I went through this get your time back series, I was able to create consolidated coaching, the coaching business, while still spending 35, 40 hours a week working on mortgage. And I was able to generate about 2.2 million in revenue over the last five years from the coaching business. Uh, the first four years, we were just trying to figure it out. We were actually losing money and then you'll see these spikes here. So, you know, growing a $2 million side hustle over the last, call it four to five years, because I have the time to do it, and more importantly, I'm healthier. For any of you that know me a while, uh, I'm down about 30 pounds. Thank you, jujitsu. Um, and I have more time with my family, right? Instead of being divorced, which I've got one of those behind me, I know how that goes. Happily married, three kids. Like, There's a lot of benefit in learning how to manage your time. All right, so here's, here's the first freak out moment that people usually have when we start talking about managing their time. And this tends to be the number one objection for like, I don't want to do it. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to look at it. 
I don't want you to do it now because I don't want you to multitask and look at your phone, but I'm going to show you the stats on my phone, knowing that I'm somebody who's really diligent about my time. I'm somebody who's been through the course and this is still the challenge, right? So this is yesterday, just yesterday. I had 306 notifications come through my phone. And for the record, I have all notifications turned off except for phone calls and text messages and Chase Bank, just in case I screw something up with my finances. So I've turned off all of the notifications on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. My phone still tried to interrupt me 306 times yesterday. I picked it up 127 times yesterday. Even though I had a clean schedule, a clean calendar, I still picked up my phone 127 times. And my daily average of usage on my phone is about seven hours, right? Uh, now, the good news is about two and a half hours of that is calling and texting and lead generating. Embarrassingly, two hours of that a day is social media. Uh, I could probably lie to you and tell you that that's all lead generation and business related, but it's not. Um, but this is a really scary stat. When we start to dig into our phones, you can do this on both iPhone and Droid and see how many times a day am I being interrupted by my own piece of technology, right? How is my phone owning my schedule instead of me owning my calendar? And so what we want to move to is we want to move to like, this is not going to stop. Our phone is going to become more and more a part of our life, a part of our business. It's how we generate revenue. But we have to control the time that is on our calendar, right? And so this is my calendar. It tends to freak people out. Actually, instead of showing you a slide, I can just show it to you real time. Um, so this is my calendar. And by the way, this is years of work to get to this point, right? Um, I, I tell people, don't be overwhelmed by what's going on right now. And by the way, it really bugs me that my 1230 meeting on Friday hasn't confirmed yet because I hate having this little blank spot in here where it's like, hey man, why did you decline the meeting? You said you're gonna be there. Anyway, I digress. That's just my own ADD. Um, but you can see here, orange is coaching time. Green is money making uh, mortgage time. Purple is family time or personal appointments. And then uh, blue is the time that I work out and do jujitsu with my kids or try to walk, try to run. So you, you've got to, if you're going to take your business seriously, you've got to at some point get to a place where you're managing your calendar instead of your email managing you, right? Um, I always say email is just a to-do list that somebody else created for you. So be honest in the chat box, how many of you wake up in the morning? The very first thing you do is you check your email. Like, the, like you roll out of bed, maybe you look at some social media, but in the chat box, in the first 10 minutes of having your eyes open, you look at your email, right? You don't look at your calendar. You don't have a plan. You don't meditate. You don't do a miracle morning. You don't go work out first. You don't roll over and kiss your spouse. You like look at your phone and you look at your email. And now before you've even brushed your teeth, right? Before you've even kissed your kids good morning, you now have a task list and you already have appointments that somebody else set for you. I mean, it's it's bonkers that this is the world that we live in and we're not going to really get away from it. So we have to learn how to manage it, right? Um, and so what I like to say is it took me years to get here. Don't be intimidated by the calendar. We'll get you there. It's okay. So three secrets. Secret one, you need to know where you're at. We need to know where you're at. And that's the big part that we're going to cover today. Does anybody know how GPS works, right? GPS is like this most amazing thing. Uh, GPS triangulates where you are 
A lot of people think GPS shows you where you're going, but unless you have a starting point of where you are, the GPS can't do anything, right? If I say like, hey, go to 123 Main Street in Glendale, California, cool. Can't give me directions unless it knows where I'm at. So the cell phone towers or the satellites triangulate where I'm at. It tells my phone, okay, you're here. You want to go here. Now we can have a plan and have a direction, right? Because you can get tips, tricks, uh, all kinds of like life hacks, right? Like YouTube just has millions of videos about life hacks. But if you don't know where you are, you don't really know how to imply those hacks, right? And and here's how I know this to be true. There's 525 of you on here. Again, interactive part of the coaching in the chat box. How many of you have bought a program in online training, uh, how to set up your $99 Instagram funnel, uh, how to do X, Y, Z, either in your business or your personal life. How many of you have bought an online program that you didn't finish? How many of you have bought an online program or bought a training or something that you didn't finish, right? Um, thank you for the honesty. Many of you typing guilty me for sure. Yeah, and that's because you don't really know where you're at. You don't really know what your current calendar looks like. And so you can't really interject other stuff in your calendar, AKA learning how to do stuff, unless you know where you're at today. I remember there was a moment in time about five years ago where I was really frustrating because I, I was really frustrated, uh, probably frustrating too. I was really frustrated because I was like, I need to know how to do blah, 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 comparison, blah, 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 blah. And one of my buddies, actually it might've been Megan. She's like, you know, we have a tool for that on MBS highway, right? And I was like, oh, embarrassingly, no, I didn't know that because all I do is watch the morning videos and like, it's well worth the price of admission just to get Barry's feedback. I actually didn't know that tool was there, right? So knowing where I was, like I had, I had a flaw in my, in my game plan, in my like origination strategy, I blocked out two hours and I went through every single damn tab on the MBS highway uh, banner at the top. And I'm like, I'm going to teach myself how to use every tool, the rent versus buy, the you know appreciation calculator, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those tools have continued to expand. So about once a year, I got to block off two hours and be like, hey, if I'm going to pay for this product, right? And, and Barry's going to spend his intellectual capital and money building this stuff. I need to know how to use it. So it's to the point now where I don't even save my scenarios because I can knock one out so quickly, like the, the refinance scenario of paying off debt, debt consolidation. I can knock that out so quickly. I don't even need to save the scenarios anymore. But my point is, is that if you don't know where you're at and you don't know how you're currently managing your time, well, then good luck. You can't squeeze other stuff into your calendar, right? Um, number two, you need to understand your values because your calendar is just a reflection of your values, your calendar is just a reflection of your values, right? Like I've been doing this. I know I look pretty good right now. The, the hair is thinning quite a bit because of the market right now. But I've been doing this for 23 years. So I remember 23 years ago, uh, Washington Mutual sending us to like the Keller Williams events and the Tom Ferry. And that was a time when Gary Keller was still doing the coaching and the teaching and the seminars. You know, it was before Keller Williams became the biggest real estate company in the world. And he would call people up on stage. Do you guys all remember the daily planner? Like before we had Google Calendar, you had to actually write this stuff out in like your little planners and you looked really cool and rich if you had a big leather binder one. Many of you might be too young for this, but if you've been in the business more than 20 years, if you've been a professional more than 20 years, somebody make me feel not so old in the chat box. 
How many of you remember the little daily planner, right? Like the leather ones that were super cool and you looked rich if you had the one with the little carrying case. Yeah, Franklin Covey. So Gary would call people up on stage with their planner and after they did like this values exercise, he'd be like, okay, what's your, what's your number one value, right? And they would say, oh, my number one value is my family. He'd be like, great, show me in your calendar where you have quality family time scheduled with your kids. And you could hear a pin drop. And they'd be like, oh, your, your number one value is your spouse. And uh, you, you just admitted to me on stage that like divorce is imminent. Show me in your calendar where date night is every week, right? Oh, you, you say that you want to double your business and you want to be a millionaire real estate agent. Show me in your calendar where your lead generation time is blocked out every day. And so what we need to understand when people freak out and they're like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't have any, I can't follow a time block. Or, you know, Scott, I see your calendar and it gives me anxiety because like, I just can't put all the stuff that's important on my calendar. What I tell people is, if your calendar is not in order, it means that you don't really understand your values, right? So we have a whole exercise we go into in understanding your values because I can tell you right now on my calendar, if I don't put family time right here on Friday night, I will allow something to capture my time. Some coaching clients coming into town, they want to talk. Some realtor wants to get together for a happy hour. Somebody needs me to work on a pre-approval last minute. If I don't put, if I don't block out quality family time, right? I'm, I'm not going to do it. Something else is going, some email is going to pop into my inbox. If I don't put morning workout time on my calendar, it's not going to happen. Like, I'll be honest. I used to put in my calendar quality private time with my wife. And you can probably read between the lines with what that means. And then she realized how often I share my calendar on webinars. And she's like, take that off your calendar right now, or I'm going to kill you. So it's because our calendar is a reflection of our values. And if you don't put your values on your calendar, then you're really just not in tune with what like your values are and what you say you want to do, right? Everybody right now, I don't even have to ask, right? Everybody right now is probably suffering to some degree with our conversion rates, with the number of available deals, with the fact that like we want to make more money. Well, if that's what you say, then you have to have lead generation on your calendar, right? You have to have green time. So for example, Realtor calls, Monday Monday uh, afternoon, right? Lead follow-up, hour and 15 minutes of focus lead follow-up. Uh, hold for additional apps. If nobody schedules an application in there, boom, I'm gonna do another hour and 45 minutes of lead generation. This hold for private time, think walk, what ends up happening is I walk for about 20 minutes and then the other hour and a half, I'm calling realtors just to check in on them on Friday before we go into the weekend, right? You've got to schedule out the time because again, your calendar is a reflection of your values. I pound this into people's brains when they're in our coaching. And I think we all know it to be true. We just, we just get scared, right? We get scared of putting our values down on our calendar because guess what? If you put your values down in your calendar and then you don't honor the time you put on your calendar, what you're really telling yourself is like, I don't value my values. So if you're the type of person that has said, my spouse is the most important thing in the world to me. And then you put date night on the calendar and you find an excuse to cancel date night. What you're really telling yourself consciously or subconsciously is like, do I really value my spouse? Now we all know that you guys probably value your spouse. You value your business, you value your kids, but there's this disconnect, right? There's this, this, um, there's this disalignment in who we say we are 
and versus who we are being when we force ourselves to put it down on a calendar. So this is really important. Secret three, um, or sorry, I just covered this, lead generation on your calendar, right? Uh, we already talked about that. So secret three, plan the perfect calendar system, right? There's this saying from scuba diving in the chat box, any other scuba divers in the group, there's like 500 of you on, which means at least like 17 of you should probably be scuba divers statistically. Have any of you scuba dove? Um, oh, cool. We got six yeses already. That's awesome. Oh, instructor. Cool. Love it. So in scuba diving, they have this saying called plan your dive and dive your plan, right? I used to get this scuba diving magazine and sadly on the last page of, of the magazine, they would have some catastrophic thing that went wrong where somebody got injured or maybe even dead. And it was always because they planned their dive, but they didn't dive their plan. Meaning they had a plan. I'm going to go down to a hundred feet. I'm going to stay down there for 25 minutes. I'm going to circle this reef and then I'm going to ascend and I'm going to do my safety stops. Right. And then they get down there and they end up staying down there for 45 minutes and all hell breaks loose. And so when you have your calendar, when you know what your values are, when you know where you're at, then you can start to plan your dive and dive your plan. And that's really what it's about is planning this perfect calendar system. Uh, once a year, my wife, and this will be the first year our kids do it with us because they're five and seven. We go through a board like that. That I don't know if you can see that, but that's a big uh, annual calendar. And we just look at, okay, what are the things that as a family we want to do annually, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily? And we build that all out and we put that on our master calendar. And then we plug work in around that. What, what most people do, and in the chat box, let me know if this is you. What most people do is like, I work Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then I'll squeeze in everything else whenever I can. If that's you, and by the way, this might be a season of life where you need to do that. But how many of you, yes or no, plan like when I'm going to work? And then you try to squeeze in everything around that, right? And, and it's super dangerous because then you can just go like 15 years and wake up and be like, what did I just accomplish in the last 15 years, right? So you've got to be able to plan out the perfect calendar system, plan your dive, dive your plan. And then bonus secret, I love this because this ties in exactly with what Barry said, is when to know uh, how to course correct, right? When things are getting out of whack, and you're getting too reactionary instead of going on the offense, you're just playing defense all day and then interrupting interruptions, right? I'll give you a little, a little tip right now that will save so much of your time and it's gonna feel very uncomfortable the first couple of times you do it. Barry is an important guy in my life, right? I appreciate him letting me come on here and guest coach. If Barry calls me on the cell phone when I'm in the middle of lead generation, I have a conflict. I wanna honor Barry and I wanna take his call but I got to focus on lead generation because I got to put bread on the table for our family and I got to generate business, right? So you have to learn how to interrupt those interruptions. So what I would do, and you can do this with clients, with your boss, with Barry, if he calls you, with your spouse, whatever, is you have to interrupt interruptions. So I'll pick up the phone and I'll say, hey, Barry, great to hear from you. Just so you know, I'm in 90 minutes of like super focused lead generation, but I didn't want to miss your call because I just honor our relationship. Is this something we can knock out in like 30 seconds or can I call you back in 90 minutes? And most of the time, most of the time people will be like, they'll just get straight to it. They'll be like, yeah, just wanted to confirm the webinar for tomorrow. We're good to go. Sweet. You're in, I'm in, boom, done, right? Opposed to 
if you're in a 90 minute block of lead generation and somebody calls you, you know, your mother-in-law calls you, Hey, just wanted to check in about this weekend. How are the kids? What's going on? Oh, you know, Karina hasn't called me in a while. Is everything okay? How's jujitsu? And then you get stuck for 15 minutes and you get totally sidetracked. Right. And then try to go from like mother-in-law, family, relationship, creativeness, um, talking to her. And by the way, I love my mother-in-law. I have the world's best mother-in-law. Try to go from that conversation back to, okay, now I'm in like producer, alpha male, alpha female role. I'm doing lead generation. I'm building relationships with my realtors. It's, it's almost impossible to do. So you have to learn how to interrupt interruptions, right? Underwriter calls you, hey, Betty, it's Scott. I'm in the middle of lead generation to get some more deals to fill the pipeline so we can all have a job. Is this something we can knock out in 30 seconds or can I redirect you back to my LOA? Because frankly, she knows how she calculated the income better than me. Oh, cool. Yeah, Scott, let me uh, let me ask you two questions and we'll get done in 30 seconds. Versus you guys all know when we take that call, it's like, oh, the market's so hard. We got this new guideline drop from Fannie and it's really eating my lunch. And now you've just wasted a massive amount of time. So just kind of bonus secret, you have to know when to course correct and you have to know when to interrupt interruptions, right? So the secret number one, we'll go back to, you have to know where you're at. Um, I'm gonna tell you, if you do this right, it's a lot of work, you might quit, and it's absolutely necessary. Like secret number one, knowing where you're at and how you figure that out, it's a lot of work, you might quit, so you have to get back on that horse, and it's absolutely necessary. And we talked about this, it's, you have to understand when you're being busy and when, you're being productive. And in the chat box, who's familiar with Parkinson's law? You all know Parkinson's law, but maybe you've never heard Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law says that work expands to the time that's allotted, right? When, when we were all doing 25 units a month and we were just like slinging loans left and right, somehow, somehow our LOA could get through a file in 30 minutes. And now that we're doing five loans a month, somehow our LOA takes four and a half hours to get through a similar quality file or not so great quality file, right? Because time or work expands to fill the time allotted. So if underwriters know that like we're slamming, like we're running through stuff, you got to have eight file touches a day. They're going to touch eight files today. If all of a sudden they're like, hey, I only have a workflow of touching four files today. They're going to touch four files today, right? And so you have to understand where you're at. And again, in the chat box for all 500 and something of you, how many of you in the last week, we'll just say in the last week, not in your life, in the last week, how many of you have had an hour long meeting that could have been 15 minutes? How many of you had an hour long meeting that could have been a 15 minutes where it's like, ah, we walked in, we shot the breeze for 10 minutes. We got some donuts. Oh, quick bathroom break. Okay. Then we'll, then we'll talk about some fluff and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes. And then we'll extend this for Q and a for four hours because that makes people feel busy, which makes them feel productive, but they're not being really productive. Right. And so we have to understand Parkinson's law. And here's the secret for an entire month, every day, you have to audit your time for 15 minutes in 15 minute blocks. And it is so difficult to do. The first time I did it, I probably failed miserably. The second time I did it, I actually got through the whole month. The third time I did it, I was like, I was killing it, right? So you have to do, and I'm gonna give you the sheet right now. 
uh, either scan this QR code or just go to this bit.ly. And Ashley, by the way, shout out to Ashley, my operations manager, and Chris, my marketing guru. Uh, they're going to put this in the chat box right now. They're going to put the link in the chat box so that you don't have to retype this um, for logging on to this spreadsheet that I'm going to give you so that you can track your time, right? You have to track your time every day for a month in 15 minute increments to understand where you're at. I'm going to show you what this looks like real time. And so for those of you that live your entire life on Google, like I do, and you manage your home business by Google, uh, Hey, can we make sure that this, uh, this, uh, Chris, or make sure that the, um, link is in the chat box so people can access this or again, click the QR code, type out this, uh, link bit.ly forward slash G Y T B. Uh, Oh, there we go. Thank you, Ashley. Appreciate it. So, uh, everybody can log in here. And for those of you that are in, you know, in the chat box, just click the link. It will bring you here to this, get your time back. Let me double check the link here. Yep. There we go. Sweet. Um, get your time back. All right. So, for those of you that live your life in Google, you will know what to do. Go to file, right? Go to make a copy. And then this will just be uh, Cole's copy of get your time back. I don't want to make a copy for everybody. So make a copy. If for some reason you are not logged into Google, uh, then you can just go here and download this Microsoft Excel. And the goal here, what you need to do, by the way, in the chat box, have any of you ever done this before? Have any of you ever audited yourself in 15 minute blocks? of what you're doing and where you're spending or wasting your time. Okay, cool. So a lot of you need to do this for the first time. So what you're going to do is, look, I don't expect you to be that weirdo who's at lunch and you're like, ooh, uh, hold on in between courses. I need to schedule 15 minutes, right? No, the point is like, all right, it took me 45 minutes to drive here. 15 minutes I was waiting for them because they were late. Hour and 15 minutes for lunch. Like you can kind of Kentucky windage it. It doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. But the point is, is that, you really have to become aware of what you're doing and where you're spending your time. And when uh, when you do this, just take this blank sheet down here, right-click it, and then duplicate this sheet, right? So that you can start to build out your day. Because as a template, I gave you, I gave you the entire month of when I did this for myself most recently about a year ago. And here's the funny thing. The night before I was supposed to start this, I was with a bunch of my boys. We had too many drinks. We had a couple cigars on Sunday. So Monday morning, here we go. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to track my time. I woke up two hours later than I normally do. I normally wake up at five o'clock every day and go to jujitsu and I slept until seven. So I failed the very first minute of the very first day that I was going to track this. So don't get down on yourself if for some reason uh, you fall off the horse and then you need to get back on the horse. So what I did is I just created this form for you where you can track what you're doing in 15 minute increments. And then as you start to think through, hey, what are my time management goals? You can put them over here. So every day I wanna do two hours of lead generation, two hours of jujitsu. I wanna have a happy wife, which means I have a happy life. For my wife, that means quality time with her. I wanna be completely present with my kids for one hour a day. I wanna have my blood sugar under 100, no soda, booze, or empty carbs. A quality hour of coaching research. Uh, read or listen to Audible for 30 minutes, asleep by 10 p.m., seven hours of quality sleep, and I want to get 10,000 steps. So as I went through tracking my time, I could just color code this, like where am I winning? Where am I losing? When is my time disappearing? When am I not meeting my goals? And this will become highly, highly helpful and super eye-opening for you. 
And so you'll be able to go through this. And then just, I made some, some diff, uh, some additional notes here. Like on this first Thursday, I was away from home. You can see there's a whole lot more red here than green. And I made a note, like being away from home puts me out of sorts more than I thought with my schedule. I'm getting better at turning one hour meetings into 30 minute meetings and 30 minute meetings into 15 minutes. But I need to focus on being quick and short without being like rude to people. Right. And so here is, here is like your way that you can go through just again, file, either make a copy for yourself or download this as a Microsoft Excel. And this will allow you to really understand where you're at, right? Where you're at. And I, I want to make some time here uh, so that we have questions, but this tool is something that you absolutely have to do. I see some tools might be unavailable due to heavy traffic. Okay, we'll make sure that we download this, Amy. Uh, maybe you can put the link there. It's not open as a Google Sheet, just a web page. Oh, that's weird. Okay, let's try this. Hold on. Share. It could be that too many people are trying to view it at once. Um, so let's try this. All right, try to click it now in the chat box. And if not, we'll make sure we get you a copy in the follow-up. Some of you are in there. There you go, 34, 38. Okay, now some of you can be in there. All right, perfect. There we go. Um, so you can either download it as Excel. Thank you for putting that in the chat box, uh, Megan, or a bunch of you are in here now. So again, you can just go up here, make a copy for yourself if you're signed into Google or Chrome, or you can download a Microsoft version for yourself. And and you just want to, you know, when I was doing it, here, I'll show you real quick. I pulled this out today. Um, I would just carry this little pocketbook, which I have since given to my son and he has stickerized it. I would just carry this little pocketbook and I would make notes, you know, if I was out and about, hey, that drive from Los Angeles to Santa Monica that I thought was going to take 20 minutes, it was 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Now I'm recognizing what a drive to meet with a referral source on the West side actually takes me, right? And then I could be like, you know, lunch, I thought was going to be an hour. It was an hour and 30 minutes. So now I'm about an hour behind schedule for the rest of my day because I didn't properly understand how to manage my time. This will be This will be a game changer for you to go through understanding where you're at so that you can then focus on where you're going, right? You won't know where you're going. You won't know how to get to here of truly managing your time until you know where you're at. And, you know, there, there's a reason why this stuff is so important to me. So some of you know me personally. I'm 44 years old. Uh, when I was 28, I was born when my dad was 20. So my dad was 48. When my dad was 48, he had already had two heart attacks, a stroke, and quadruple bypass. So think about that. How many of you on this call, by the way, in the chat box, are over 48? How many of you on this call are over 48? By 48 years old, my dad had already had two heart attacks, a stroke, and a quadruple bypass. And luckily, my ex-wife, who's a lovely lady, uh, her father was the head of cardiology for USC. And so when he had to have his quadruple bypass, uh, they got the same surgeon that did like Arnold Schwarzenegger, George Bush, Susan Sarandon, like the person that like is the go-to Hollywood heart surgeon. He did the, the heart surgery on my dad. And uh, my father-in-law and the heart surgeon came out after the surgery and um, they were, they did not look happy. And I was like, oh shit, did my dad die? Um, he did not, thankfully. And they looked at me and they said, hey, Scott, um, your dad's overweight. You know, he smoked. He's way too stressed out. He ate like garbage. Um, but the damage that we saw in his heart and the cardiac uh, calcification on his arteries, it, it, it's not humanly possible to do this by 48 years old, no matter how badly you abuse your body. 
unless you're predispositioned to having this stuff and your genetics are kind of screwed. So uh, Scott, A, you got to take your health seriously and B, like you don't have as much time on this earth as you think you do. Like you, you're, you're not going to be one of the dudes that makes it to a hundred, you know, we'll get you to 80, but your quality of life from like 60 to 80 is really going to depend on how you take care of your body now in your twenties, thirties, and forties. And so talk about a wake up call where like your father-in-law and one of the greatest heart surgeons in the world is telling you like, you're going to die young. Right. And I, I really believe that if you go through this, get your time back series and you really learn where your time is at. Um, you can recapture an hour a day of your life, right? And so I'm 44. Um, the scan that I got at UCLA says my heart should last to about 83. So if I got 83 minus, uh, minus 44, I've got about 39 years left times, uh, let's see, 365 days a year. So yeah, 43 times 365 is 15,000 hours, roughly divide by 24 is 653. So if I capture back an hour a day of my time, I'm picking up like two years of extra life. And I'm guessing on my deathbed at 83, uh, I'm gonna really wanna live two years of extra life, right? And and especially if I can get that two years like now throughout the course of my life when um, when I'm in my prime, when I'm still healthy, when I can still do jujitsu. And uh, it, it just, this time management stuff really matters to me. And then I remember uh, a buddy of mine, John Roman, the guy who I mentioned runs the Front Row Dad Foundation, uh, front row dad podcast, front row down dad mastermind. He was looking at me and we were having a conversation several years ago. And he's like, Scott, um, when, when your son Gabriel is 35 and he's in a mastermind group or he's in therapy or whatever, do you think he's going to remember whether or not you could afford a four bedroom house versus a five bedroom house? Or do you think he's going to remember whether or not you came to a soccer game when he was a little kid? And for those of us that really kind of measure our value to society, I think loan officers, because we're fully commissioned, a lot of times we value ourselves and we measure our value based on how much money we make. Let me just ask in the chat box. Like, I, I know this has been true for me for a long time. How many of you like keep score by how much money you make, right? Or, or you're looking at your numbers and being like, this guy makes more money than me, or I made more money last year, or et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, it's just the way that we keep score. And that's okay. That's okay. But when I think about my time management, I'm like, all right, well, does my kid want an extra $30,000 in his 529 college plan? Or does he want me to be there with him at four o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays when he does jujitsu? I'm guessing that two hours at jujitsu is better for my son than having an extra 10 grand in 12 years to go to some college that probably won't even be necessary, right? Um, but the beautiful thing is when we learn to manage our time, and we learn where we're at, where we're going. We plan out a perfect calendar, which is about a two-hour workshop. Um, we don't have to have an either-or, right? It, you can own the five-bedroom house, and you can leave work by four o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays to go do jujitsu with your kid or whatever is important to you, right? And, and by the way, what might be important to you is watching the Alabama football game on Saturday morning and being able to completely veg out for five hours. That's totally fine too. You don't have to maximize every moment of your day. Like I schedule plenty of downtime where it's just like, I just want to be me and I just want to relax and I want to watch garbage videos on YouTube, right? And so just keep in mind that, you know, there's something in your life that's going to motivate you to manage your time. And it also doesn't have to be an either or. Like you really can have it all if you manage time. So I want you guys just, uh, oh, it looks like 164 of you are in the sheet. So you guys all got the sheet. We'll send it out as a replay. Um, 
And I'm going to give you my two minute pitch and then I'll answer questions for as long as you want. The course that we do, uh, and by the way, the link is here. We can put this, actually, if you can put this in the, uh, if you can put this in the chat box, Ashley and Chris, the, the, the link to go to the landing page. Um, we're going to offer the full get your time back series in September for 888 bucks. But I also know none of you will actually follow through on this unless you have some coaching. And so we actually made this pivot last night uh, with this value stack. And these are real prices. You can look up on our website. This is what we actually charge. Normally we do the get your time back series for one person for 888 bucks. What I want to tell you, because I value Barry, I value the opportunity to present to all of you, um, is we're going to do the Get Your Time Back series over four weeks in September. Everything will be recorded. So if you can't make a session live, we'll send you the recording. You can do it on Fridays with your team. I encourage you to bring your whole team, like pay for one person and bring your whole team to do this. And then on Saturday mornings, we're going to redo the same thing that you can do with your family. So if it's more important for you to get your time back for your business, let's let's meet on Friday. If it's more important for you to get your time back on you know, due to your family uh, obligations, let's do it on Saturday with your family or do both. I don't care. Um, and because I know that you're not going to follow through with this stuff, because it's really hard, unless you're getting coaching, we're also going to allow any loan officer who does the get your time back series to be in our coaching program for free from now until the end of the year. So for this 888 bucks, you get what we normally charge $388 a month for. It's like a $1,100 value. We meet every single day, just like Barry does his daily update. I stole his format when I started my coaching eight years ago. We're going on eight years, phone call every single day at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for about 10 minutes. We repost it in our paid Facebook members. And oh yes, I will put that back up. And uh, we do a daily call every day because in my mind, just like going to the gym or learning about the market from Barry, you have to have a 10 minute daily accountability of lead generation, time management. Like if you don't have that daily accountability, you're just not going to complete it. And all of you told me when we started this, like, oh yeah, I bought the course and then never completed it. So from now until December 31st, we will have a daily call. You can join our daily coaching call. Um, and for a certain number of you that actually participate and go through the process, we'll let you come to our live event in uh, Austin, Texas at the end of the year where we kind of plan out 2024. So you'll get all of our coaching, which people pay $3,000 a year for, by the way. Um, you'll get the Get Your Time Back series, and then you can come to our live event in Texas for $888. Um, I kind of made this plan last night because I'm like, I know loan officers are hurting right now. I know it's a tough year. If you can put the link in the chat box to register, Chris, um, I know it's a really tough year. The dates in Texas are going to be November 30th, December 1st and 2nd. It's like a Thursday night to Saturday morning. Um, but I, I just, I want to invest in you guys. And frankly, I was almost going to do this for free for everybody. But the reality is if you don't pay some money and have some skin in the game, you're just not going to do it. And this is, this is not easy. Like it's hard. It's hard to understand where you're at and where you're going. It's tough to stick to this program, but I want to help you in September. I want to help you through the end of the year. I want to honor the people that are in Barry's community. So um, this is the most money we've actually ever given away in coaching, but it is what it is. There's a ton of value there. Barry, if you got any comments, questions, concerns, I'm going to look in the chat box for um, questions. And I think you're muted, Barry and uh, Megan, but if you got any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. Anything you heard that we need to expand upon. Yeah, I do. Um, so first of all, thank you. That was that was really terrific, Scott. And and everybody, listen. I know Scott is a, a good friend and a, and a good quality person, and he does provide a tremendous amount of value. Um, his clients are very very happy. 
So uh, I'd encourage everybody to to give that some serious thought. I know the times uh, make it a little bit difficult to to invest in things, but that's really what it is an investment. Scott, I love what you talked about there. And time really is the only it's the only asset we don't have the ability to renew or get more of. You know, you can make more money, but once a second's gone, it's gone forever. A um, few thoughts. Um, you know, Teddy Roosevelt said that um, comparison is the thief of joy. And, and that's a really important thing that you have to remember. You know, I, I'm guilty as well. So I think we all are at times. I'll make sure your kids know that too, as they scroll through social media, it can cause a lot of problems and angst and anxiety and, um, and, and don't let it get to you either. You know, it's okay. God bless somebody if they're doing better. Just, you know, if you do the best you could do, all you could do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. That's it. I mean, just remember that. Okay. So all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just ask yourself, is this all I could do? That's the trick there. Okay. A um, couple of other thoughts here. Um, and Megan, you're, you're very well aware of this. Oh, but before I get to that one thing, because you mentioned something with regards to health, that's very important to me. You know, we've had Mike Royzen and um, yeah, I went to the Cleveland clinic and I encourage everybody, especially if you know, you're above, let's just say age 45, get a calcium score. Very few people know about it. Very few people do it, but it is the best predictor of longevity for your heart that a calcium score if you've gotten one good hope it's a low score if not you can manage things a little bit better but you know just like anything else if you don't know then later on it's harder to manage so i just wanted to throw that in there so please calcium score okay um so i i, I also mike Royzen tells me that in the next 10 years we are going to all be living a lot longer so um so that's a good thing but it doesn't mean you need some more money too, because you got to last longer. So uh, this is very important. Um, just the three final things just to mention on your talk. One is what I have discovered, Megan, you know this very, very well, because I'm such a stickler on this, is clear communication. This is the biggest time saver, in my opinion, of anything. You know, Communication is taking literally taking an idea out of your head and implanting it into somebody else's. But we come to a conclusion and then we just blurt it out and expect them to understand it. They have no fucking clue what you're talking about, okay? But they will nod their head and they will say, yeah, and this things get disrupted, mistakes happen. Mistakes are the biggest things that if you can be avoidable, will save you the most time. So avoid those mistakes. Clear communication. I see this all the time. You know, we, we've had an acquisition of list reports. People, cultures are a little different. They do things. You know, don't send things out with, you know, abbreviations or, or stuff that you know, but nobody else knows because they won't ask you. And then just communication gets botched and they're not even going to read your message. Be very cognizant of clear communication. And for goodness sakes, get from point A to point B as quick as you can. Get your thought process from point A to point B. That's what a great communicator does. Great communicator makes something so that they metaphorically hold the hand of the person they're trying to communicate to Give them the Reader's Digest version of how they got there without the abbreviations that might be misconstrued, without taking them down a windy road, getting from point A to point B. You do that, you will save time. Uh, meetings. you know, Megan, you know the way I feel about meetings, right? I, th I think that meetings can be an enormous waste of time. Cut your meetings down to the bare minimum. They're important, but uh, standing meetings are bullshit. Okay, so just, just rebel if people want you to do that. Cut the meetings down as much as you possibly can. Um, last thing, have fun. It's okay when you're trying to be expeditious and to have a joke here or there, keep it contained, but smile, 
laugh, have fun. Don't let trying to be successful steal the joys of life. You know, Megan, you know, from the meetings we have, they're intense, they're serious. When we try and do the daily update every day, you're on. But we always have a few moments there where we crack up and we laugh and we do something like this. So, um, yeah, just uh, those are my thoughts on that, buddy. And I thought you did a phenomenal job. Megan, I don't know if you have any thoughts as well. Well, I just want to say thank you. I think that this was really impactful and got everyone to think. And one question that I have for the audience here is, you know, Scott talked a lot about values and that's something that I've noticed over time, my values start to shift and that's okay, but you have to make sure that you're consciously getting clear on what those values are. And so I want to know from the audience, what are your values? Let us know in the chat box right now, put it out there so that it is clear. Yeah. You know, Megan, that's beautiful because what we talk about in the second session of the Get Your Time Back, understanding your value set is we rank order our values and then it's okay for those to change over time. You know, it took me a long time to come to grips with the fact that my number one value is not my wife and my family because the reality is, is if I'm not mentally and physically healthy, I don't show up for my wife and kids the way I need to. And so it took me years to come to grips with the fact that like, hey, my number one value is Scott taking care of Scott so I can show up better for other people. And then the reality is in times like now where we got to create revenue, maybe the value of being really physically healthy starts to fall a little below the value of like making money to survive, right? And these things will change over time but understanding where they're at in your value hierarchy and then plugging those into the calendar will save us like so much mental anguish where you'll be happy with yourself. Because I think right now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I value being with my family. I'm like, well, that's cool. But if that's taking you away from going to open houses on Sunday to meet new realtors who are actually closing business, you need to come to grips with where your value set is and, and have that show up in your calendar. So I love that you said that, Megan, because- Getting in touch with our values is a big part of understanding how that affects our time. So much. I got to be honest with you, too. It's actually funny that we're having this call and this conversation because weeks ago, I got clear on my values. And just so you guys know, my values are in integrity, entrepreneurship, and service. And I started color coding them like you told us to do in the calendar. And it really brought a lot of aha moments to what I tell myself that I value, yet I'm not really showing up. So appreciate the message. I think that we all absolutely need it. And I just want to say thank you for everybody's time here today. Yeah, yeah. you guys are awesome. Scott, you're awesome, buddy. By the way, I'm a big color coder on my calendar too. Love it. Um, this has been this has been a really great, great talk with you, Scott. You know, you're you're a super good friend and a great guy. And I know you have a gigantic heart to want to help people. Uh, so thank you. And everyone, we know that this is a tough time. That's going to get better, I promise you. Um, make sure you watch the daily updates. A lot of good messages in there, um, helping you from day, every day to try and just get a little bit better. I love you all. Uh, be well, everybody. Megan, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Talk soon. Thank you.